Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. This is Julie. I'm your host, and I'm delighted that you're with us this evening. It is the 22nd of December. So Santa's busy in his workshop, and I'm sure all of you are busy as well. I uh, just got back from Ohio. I've been gone since last, gosh, Thursday, I guess. I flew up there for my nephew's graduation and also for our funeral. So the timing was good for both. But um, at the funeral on Friday in Pittsburgh, it was seven degrees. It was amazing how cold it was. And living in Alabama for as long as I have, boy, it, they talk about the blood thinning. They're not kidding. So we got back today and it was 65 and sunny when we got back to Sweet Home Alabama. So we were delighted with that. We have several callers this evening who've joined us, so I'm going to get to them in a second, but just wanted to mention again, the reason that I do this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world through the magic of Wi-Fi and the internet, and uh, and I do that by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. So um, let's go ahead and get to our callers. I have several questions that have been submitted online as well, and I will get to as many of those as I can this evening. And um, so this is our, our last pre-Christmas show. This, this should be our Christmas show. I won't sing Christmas carols to you, but I might. You never know. All right. I believe our first caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Are you with us? I am. Hi, Julie. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. Just blew through there today, earlier today. I waved to you. Did you see me? Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. We left Columbus early this morning. Literally, we got home about an hour ago, and my son just got in from L.A. Like, you know, he walked through the door literally 15 minutes ago. So yeah. it's been a little wild here, but oh my God, it was freezing up there, girl. Yeah, it was really, really bad. It's finally better. It's actually going to get up to 52 in a couple of days. And then on Saturday, it was icy and a lot yeah. of people didn't even, didn't even venture out on the roads on Saturday. Yeah, it was bad. I was really glad that we weren't in Pittsburgh on Saturday because boy, with those hills over there and they got it worse than Columbus did. So, did um, wow. yeah, I, I think... Miss Monica, my brother-in-law's mother who died, we used to call her St. Monica. She was, she was born and raised in Ireland, and she was just a character. She was five feet tall, red hair. I mean, a character, just a riot. <laughs> and uh, we were laughing. We said, St. Monica arranged the weather for us so we could all get over there and, you know, not have to be dealing with, with ice for her funeral. Yeah. But, but anyways, well, what's going on with you? How may I help you? Well, I was 
going to um, ask a couple follow-up questions to stuff we talked about the last time. Okay, great. So, um, first one is my dad. We talked about yeah. him and where he was in his transition process, and um, I, there was something specific that he kept, that he's been repeating. My mom said over and over and over and over again. And my sense is that it's truly him connecting with his mother. And I was just curious to oh. confirm, see if I could confirm that with you. He keeps saying that um, his mom has is, has given him her glasses. Huh. Like eyeglasses. Okay. Eye okay. And he just says it like repeatedly all the time. Okay. The can you, can you share with everybody, Kathy, a little bit about yes. what we discussed last week, just to catch up people, number one, and for people who, are, who weren't on last week or haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, it'll give them a little bit of background. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, my dad has um, dementia, um, vascular dementia, and um, he's at home, and my mom's caring for him there with some assistance coming in. And um, I had asked Julie last week, I guess it was, about mm-hmm. um, which – Stage of the is it tw- there's twelve right twelve stages correct of transition mm-hmm. um, and he was in stage four um, mm-hmm. and uh, which you know looking at the charts you know definitely resonated with me as, as you know accurate um, and then I hadn't seen him actually in person for a while so I drove up here um, just the last few days and saw him and um, and uh, he's overall doing he's he's calmer than the last time I saw him and overall doing okay. My mom's exhausted because she's doing so much caregiving, but, um, but yeah, he, he, he's saying that his mother has given, has come recently and given him her eyeglasses. I'm so glad you went up there, Kathy, because didn't he tell us last week that he really wanted to see you? He wanted to, well, yeah, you asked, you asked him, was he ready to go? And, and, and he said, yes. And he said, what do you need before you go? And he said, my, to see my daughters. Right. And I hadn't, and I hadn't seen him in a while. So I got myself up there. Okay. For those of you who are either first time listeners or, or who didn't get a chance to listen to last week's podcast yet, there are 12 phases of transition that I see when somebody is dying. And if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you go under the 12 phases of transition, you'll see graphics. That's what Kathy's referring to. And it shows what I see when somebody's dying. So I can scan somebody and it, when the spirit leaves the body, it attaches onto the top of the head in the form of a, of a bubble. It looks like the bubble in a cartoon where the words are, in a, like the cartoon caption. And the person's closest maternal parental spirits are with them. So, Kathy, in your case, remind me, his parents are both gone, right? Yes. So his mother and his father's spirits are there at his feet. If his parents were still alive, or let's say his mother was still alive, it would be his maternal grandmother and his maternal grandfather if his grandfather was still alive, and then it goes on from there. And then also, the person is surrounded by angels. And I think I mentioned this to you, Kathy, but these are big-ass angels. (laughs) They're like six to seven feet tall. They got big old wings. They they all look the same to me. They're unisex. They are all wearing white gowns. They they're just massive. And they stand there very stoically in their 
guardian, what we would consider guardian angels. Does that mean what they really look like, what I'm seeing? Not necessarily. It's just how I perceive them so I know who they are. And that's probably based on 12 years of Catholic education and seeing lots of pictures of angels, you know, in art as well as statues and all that jazz. So stage four, what we saw last week with Kathy's dad, the the angels form a circle around the person with the parent spirits are anchoring that circle. As the person gets closer to death, that circle of angels starts to open into a horseshoe with the open end at the head. And as they get closer and closer to death, that horseshoe continues to expand until it's a straight line across the bottom of the the bed or the, the patient's feet, if you will. And then other spirits um, come to welcome them, and they're, they, the line of angels, it's interesting, Kathy and everybody, it's like the line of demarcation between our human reality and the spirit world reality. I call them crowd control in the spirit world, because there's so many spirits that are there, there to welcome the person who's dying to heaven once they eventually die. Also, pet spirits are there as well. So this can take, this sequence of these 12 phases that I see can take days, weeks, months. If it's a, uh, somebody that dies very suddenly, it can take seconds. And it's just really interesting. I, I can just, you know, look at somebody remotely and I can tell you how close to death they are. So what I'd like to do, Kathy, if it's okay with you, is let me get him on my radar again. I'm going to connect okay. to you, then I'll connect to him. Remind okay. me of his name. Uh, Jack. Jack. That came to me as soon as I asked the question. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is connect to your dad, and we'll, I'll see what phase he's in first, and then we'll ask him what's up with the glasses with your grandmother. Um, and for those of you who are first-time callers, when I say I'm going to connect with Kathy, what I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. So I vibrate very quickly, very fast, because when spirit's out of the body, it vibrates fast when our spirits are when we're alive and our spirits are in our bodies, they vibrate more slowly because our body has mass. And so I see a laser beam that comes from me here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to go north and it's going to hook into Kathy in Cincinnati. And, uh, and then I'm going to see a laser beam go from her to her dad. And, um, and then I'll get him on my radar. And when I say that, what that means is, I have, it's almost as if I have a big screen TV in my head and I'm looking at a picture or a movie or something um, that gives me information. If I'm scanning somebody's body, it's like I can see an MRI, <clears throat> excuse me, or a CT scan almost. So, all right, enough explanations. Let's get to the meat of this here, Miss Kathy. Uh, okay, laser beams head north. Got you, got your dad. Okay, he's in phase seven. Oh, he's progressed, are you serious? He's progressed a lot, yeah. Wow. Which is not a surprise because that was one of the things that he needed in order to go was he needed to see you, and you gave him his wish. So he's, he's more than he's, – he's right at about halfway, a little more than halfway. Everybody, what phase seven looks like, and again, if you go to my site, AskJulieRyan.com. Look at the 12 phases of transition. That horseshoe has opened up more. It's still a horseshoe, but it's wider. He has many rows of family and friends, spirits who were there, deceased family and friends. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and he has pets spirits. Every pet he's ever had in his life, their little spirits are there. The other big difference, Kathy, is in phase seven, I see two additional guardian angels show up and they're positioned on either side of the spirit bubble. Okay. And as yeah. he gets closer to death, what's going to happen is their wings are going to start to move in a, in a rhythmic pattern. And it reminds me of, if you can imagine a giant owl's wings, you know, it's almost like when they move, you can almost feel and hear the drag, you know, that yeah. the air, the, the upward lift with them. And that movement of those angels' wings creates a vortex. We'll create a vortex above your dad's head, and it will have an upward pull to it. So it will be similar to... I know you've done this. Most people have. When you go through a car wash and you stay in the car and you get to the end of the car wash and the, that dryer sucks all the water off your car, yeah. that's what it feels like to me. Okay. And then that helps the spirit evacuate from the body. And then those two angels that are on either side of the spirit bubble will escort your dad to heaven on either side of his spirit. The first time I saw this, Kathy, was when my own mother died 12 years ago. 14 years ago. She died no two. So what's that? 16, 14 years ago. And I was like, oh my God, you know, am I hallucinating? Am I losing my mind? Whatever. Because I was seeing all this stuff and feeling it and watching it happen. And I've seen it, you know, I've lost count of how many times since then. But it's a glorious experience to watch. And it help, I find it helps soothe, you know, that anguish that comes when you're losing a loved one to know that they're surrounded yeah. by angels and angels are carrying them to heaven and all of that. So yeah. um, let me, so let's ask him questions. I ask everybody that's dying, I ask them three questions. Are you ready to go? Jack, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. Did you address that with your mom? Because he said yes last week too, didn't he? I thought he, I didn't think he did say yes last week. Did he say I no? He, okay. I thought he said that I could be mistaken. I'll have to listen to the recording. Jack, are you, okay, I'm getting a yes this time. Um, what do you need? He's saying you. Uh, okay, do yeah. you need, what do you need from Kathy for her to be here? Okay, for her to be there with you when? As much as she can be. Can yeah. she spend the holiday here? Oh, um, really? Can, That's she, can she be here with her mother for Christmas is what he just asked. Oh, see, I, I offered to be there for Christmas and my mom keeps talk, trying to talk me out of it for some reason. But I'm going to now that he said that I'm, con, I'm convinced I was right and I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too, especially since he's progressed that much in a week. And that's not super fast. I mean, I've seen people progress through lots of stages, like in a matter of hours. Yeah. So um, I think you have time. He, you know, he just asked, can she be here for Christmas? So yeah. he knows you're there when you're there, even if he doesn't, if he doesn't act like he does, he does. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It, he wasn't very talkative this time, um, but right. it felt like he... He knew that I was there, and my mom really needed attention from me more than he did while I was there, which was really surprising. Well, not really. She's the caregiver. It's been very stressful. So, well, um, it sounds like she's not asking for help, but it sounds like he knows she needs help. 
Yes, that's accurate. And I think, too, again, when we get information from, you know, the spirit side of someone or from God, the universe, you know, the angels, our spirit guides, the whole gamut, what I find is they know so much more than what we can perceive at any given time. So it may be that there will be lots of blessings both this weekend as well as in the future if you go, is my okay. hunch. You know, okay, stuff that, that you don't even, that you can't even think of right now. I didn't understand the word that you said. Could you say that first part again? You'll, you'll receive, um, it, it will be beneficial to you to be there. I'm getting, you're going to be really glad that, that you're there for Christmas with him. Okay. While you're there and in the future when he's not around anymore. I mean, yeah. I just think it's one of those things that feels really like it's something you're going to be really glad you did if yeah. you can make that happen. Yeah. So, um, so I hope that helps. Yes, it's very helpful. Thank you. You bet. My pleasure. Well, go enjoy your daddy and, um, you know, help your mom and look for little miracles along the way as you're going through this. Kathy, there will be many. And um, just be open to whatever happens because I promise you there will be lots of serendipitous things that will happen. You yeah. will... Um, you know, you're going to, you're just pay attention to the miracles that will help you get through the tough times. Okay. As you go through this. All right. Okay. Thank you so okay. much, Julie. You bet. Merry Christmas. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right. I think our next color is Garnet. Hi, Garnet. Do I have you? Hi. Hi. Hi yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hi. Tell everybody where you're calling from. From Santa Fe, New Mexico. Wow, Santa Fe. Cool place. I bet yeah. it's decorated pretty. I think so. <laughs> for the holidays? Yeah, I bet it's yeah, pretty so. for the holidays. Yeah. Well, good. Well, how are, how are you? How are things in New Mexico? Well, my life is has a very poor quality of life, and that's one of the things I've been struggling with and trying to um, get to the core of it, the spiritual cause, so that I can, you know, maybe, you know, for the rest of the time on this earth, have some, you know, decent uh, quality of life because I'm so sick. I have over 12 different health, uh, some significant, very significant health diagnoses and others that are, I think are just manifestations of the other complications of the other health parts. And then because of also the health part problems, it's affecting also finances. And so I barely can, I don't really even make ends meet. And I okay. even have to go to those food places because there's not enough financial, I mean, money to even buy, you know, substantial amount of food. And Okay. So those, I mean, every area of life, but the biggest thing is I'm in constant physical pain, and because of the physical pain, I'm also in emotional pain, and vice versa. Sure. And uh, so, and every time uh, one, one thing might resolve, because I'm always working on spiritually and self-growth and trying to focus on the positive, and so if I resolve one or two issues, then two or more pop up of something else equally 
equally unpleasant or suffering causing problems. So okay. I'm beside myself. I don't know, you know, what to do. <laughs> All right. So why don't I get you on my radar? Let me do a quick scan of you. Let's see what's going on with you medically first. And then we'll take it from there. Are you game? Yeah, of course. I, I'm, I'm so wanting to get better and have some quality of life. And I can't even find a doctor. Okay. All right. Right, laser beams going from me here, heading west to you in Santa Fe. Got you. Okay. Ooh, inflammation, girl. You are full of inflammation. Holy Toledo. Um, all right. Your whole body is just bright red, which is just inflammation um, energy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to calm it down. I'm going to uh, use this blue energetic uh, energy, this blue anti-inflammatory energy to get it calmed down. And you know the blue, um, have you ever seen those blue refreezable ice packs that yes. a doctor will give somebody, you know, for like if you break a leg or something, they'll want you to ice it or some yes. kind of injury. That mm-hmm. blue color is what I see when I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy garnet. And you can do this with your own mind while this is calming down so I can get a better look. Once I move the inflammation out of the way, I'm going to tell you how to do a trick. Um, our minds are going to believe what our bodies tell us to do, whether we believe it or not, okay? And our bodies are going to respond what our minds tell it to do, whether we believe it or not. So you can picture whatever feels cold to you. If it's sitting in a bunch of snow, if it's this blue gel that this blue gelish um, in energy that I see, but imagine this cooling energy that goes on your body because you know when something's inflamed, it's hot to the touch a lot of the time. If we sprain mm-hmm. our ankle or something, it gets hot. That's the body's um, you know defense mechanism to help it heal. So imagine this whatever the substance is that you can picture, and then imagine what it feels like when it's cold. And your body's going to respond to that. The best analogy I can give you is, I know you've had dreams in your life where you felt like you were being chased or falling or something, and you woke up and your heart was beating really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that really happening? No. But your brain was telling your body it was, and your body was responding, okay? So we have a lot of power and a lot of capabilities with us. So, you know, come up with some kind of a visual and then something that you can feel. Imagine feeling cold, and that's going to help with the inflammation, which will help with the pain. Okay. All right. How old are you? Uh, 63. Okay. I just, I just turned 63. All right. First thing. The energy is always going to go to where it's needed most. The first thing I'm seeing is lack of hormones, lack of estrogen especially. When I see somebody's energy field who needs estrogen, it reminds me of a raisin. You know how raisins kind of crinkly and and when you put it in hot water and it plumps back up? That's the first thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm seeing that. So what I'm doing is I'm shooting energetic estrogen into you. You want bio, Google bioidentical hormones and do some research on that. So I'm shooting energetic estrogen. Okay, you plump up. So that's number one that's going on. Number two, I think you've got a mold problem where you live. Um, have you had any water leaks or... 
No. I think you you've been exposed to mold. There's mold I mean, maybe somewhere. Maybe when I was a kid, but not I'm not here. I mean, unless, not 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 that I know of. Okay. There's mold. Do you live in a house or an apartment or what? Apartment. Apartment. Okay. All right. There's mold somewhere because there's mold in your energy field. So again, Google moldymovie.com. M-O-L-D-Y movie, M-O-V-I-E.com and watch that. And then the other one that you want to do is you want to Google Dr. Shoemaker and it's S-H-O-E maker.com. And he is an expert on mold. And mold can cause just this huge amount of ailments and pain, and it's crazy. If you watch that moldymovie.com, if you go there, it's a documentary that you can watch for free online. It's going to give you a lot of information, and it's going to give you some resources that you can go to. That's the main thing that I'm seeing is your energy field and your body is full of mold spores. And it looks like black mold to me, which is really dangerous. So would there are ways help, to would that it. have shown up on an allergy testing? Uh, probably not. Okay. Probably not. The other thing that I want you to do, Garnet, is go to – I hope you've got a pen and you can write this down. If not, you can listen to it yeah. on the playback, um, you know, when you download the podcast. Um, go to functionalmedicine.org. Functional medicine.org and put in your zip code and you'll find the, the physicians in your area that are trained as functional medicine doctors and what they'll do is they'll reverse engineer your symptoms. They treat the body as a system not as okay your sinuses have this issue and then somebody else is treating you know your orthopedic stuff as something else your orthopedic pain and you know you got before you know it, you've got 15 different doctors. This person, a functional medicine doctor, is trained to treat your body as a system. And to your point when you said it feels like it's a cascade, like one thing leads to another to, that leads to another. I get one thing fixed, another one pops up. They're going to work with all of those different symptoms, and they're going to treat your whole body and try and cure you instead of just treat your symptoms. So I would go to functionalmedicine.org and, again, put in your zip code, and you'll be able to find a doctor in your area. Okay? Well, well um, when I did check for that, actually, I think it was last year, they didn't have any – I'll check again now because maybe now it's a different story, but the ones that I found didn't take any insurance. So, Okay. Well, but, maybe you can work out a deal with somebody. You know, maybe you can work out a payment plan or something. Um, but these are physicians that are, these are MDs that are being trained in this specialty. That, that, you know, you put it out there, you'd be amazed how things can manifest. So, you know, I would look it up again. And even if they don't take insurance, call them and talk to them. See if there's something you can work out with them. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling. I hope you feel better, and I hope your holidays are um, pain-free. How about that? (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, 
and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Okay, let's see. Who do we have next? We have Susie next. Hi, Miss Susie. Are you there? Is this, is this 928, Susie? 928, Susie. Okay, that's me. Gosh. Um, hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. You um, bet. Where are you calling yeah, from? I'm calling from beautiful Boise, Idaho. Well, I, do you have snow yet? You guys got a storm coming in, right? Yeah, so we have snow and it's it's gotten chilly, but you know you expect that for for living where we do. So, but it, right. I, I will say it's well, it's just chilly. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, and well, good. So, so I have to say it's kind of funny. Um, well, or synchronicity maybe that I'm following Garnet because I have a lot of the same symptoms that she has, and the reason I was calling was um, the total body pain, which goes into, you know, the the uh, feelings of hopelessness and yeah. like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And, um, and the depression. And this has been ongoing for a good, oh gosh, at least 10 years. So, you know, oh, wow. um, I just, I just attempted yet another, you know, to try to do like an antidepressant. And I would say, you know, I, I really, if there was something more, you know, holistic, you know, if I'm lacking a supplement or something like that, I would, I would really love to, you know, find out what that would be that could help me. Okay. So, um, all right, let me get you on my radar. Okay. Thank Laser you. Laser beam going from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading northwest. Got you. Okay. Again, you are so inflamed, just like Garnet. Just like you said, all right, let me get the inflammation down. You heard what I told her about use your brain, envision, mm-hmm. so, you know, envision going out and laying in a, you know, pile of snow, something mm-hmm. that's going to cool your body, all right? So you picture that and then imagine what it feels like, and that's going to help the inflammation come down. I see it all the time with people. I tell people all the time, I teach them how to do this and it, and then they'll email me back and they'll go, oh my gosh, that was just amazing. It's amazing how well that works. Okay, so let me see. How old are you, Susie? Um, let's see. I think I'm 55. <laughs> yeah, I'm 55, I guess. I don't really think about that too often, but yes. <laughs> are you really a mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know when you were born. That would, you're really a goddess or mermaid who came out of the seas. Okay. All right. Um, at, like Garnet, you need some hormones. I'm shooting energetic estrogen into you. Okay. You are plumping up. All right. Garnet, if you're still listening, this can help you too. 
it, Garnet, if you don't have money to buy the book, go to the library. Wisdoms, the, the Wisdom of Menopause by Christian Northrup, MD. She's like the um, expert on women's bodies, you know, and, and treating menopause. And she, you will learn about the bioidentical hormones and all that. Another one is Ageless by Suzanne Summers, the actress. Mm-hmm. She has done a magnificent job of interviewing some of the top minds in this field in the, in the world, not just in the country, but in the world. You'll learn a lot. She breaks down complicated medical stuff into understandable English. Those two things I would do. The other thing, um, you have a little bit of mold in your system. Garnet had black mold in her system. Yours is more green. It looks more like moss. So have you been exposed to mold? Do you have, do you, did you have a leak in your house? Do you have, can you, do, does it smell musty ever or what's up with that? In my current place now, I would say yes, and I haven't figured out what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, right. I don't. I don't. So know. It's, yeah. it's fairly recently. When I see green mold, it's a fairly recent leak. Um, and whenever we we think we smell something that's musty or it smells mildewy, and we all know what that smell is, and then we think, oh, that's just our imagination. It's not your imagination. Pay attention to that. You've got something going on that's mm-hmm. a leak somewhere, and um, you know, just kind of get your get your smeller going and find out where it is. Um, and then there are all kinds of people. You know, if you Google mold remediation, there's all kinds of companies in your area that will come in. They can test for it. They can fix it, whatever. We had a, uh, an issue in our foyer in the coat closet next to the front door, and my husband couldn't smell it. And I'm like, you know, the canary in the coal mine for anything that's moldy smelling. And I said, I promise you there's something going on. And so we had a roofer come out and sure enough, the flashing on the roof that was above that one spot, that's the only place we had it, was leaking. And there was there were no spots inside that coat closet or anything, but boy, I could smell it. So you've been exposed to mold. So those same things that I told Garnet, you know, moldymovie.com, Richie Shoemaker, MD, Google him. He's like the godfather of mold, fixing mold in people, functionalmedicine.org. And that will give you a really good head start. Awesome. Okay. The other thing, too, and Garnet, if you're still listening, um, Eat Fat, Get Thin is a great book. By Mark Hyman, H-Y-M-A-N-M-D. He's head of functional medicine for the Cleveland Clinic. And also, if you go to bulletproof.com and follow what they say to eat, it will help help you with the mold. And, um, you know, you're going to have to fix it wherever it's coming from, where where you're living. But um, that can help your body uh, heal itself, too. And your body's always going to go back to homeostasis. It's always going to heal. It's always going to go back to working perfectly. We've just got to get out of the way of it. Okay. And remember, food is medicine. So, you know, if you eat healthy stuff. Okay. So hopefully that will give you some things to start on. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate your time. 
My pleasure. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. All that jazz. And um, thanks, thanks so much for calling. Oh, you are so welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. We do this show every Thursday night. We tape it at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. So just go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll see all this information listed. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter. It comes out Thursday mornings. All this call information is in the body of the email, so it'll be a reminder for you to call in if you have a question. Um, there's also a link to download the podcast if you want. You can get the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or iHeart, a whole bunch of different outlets, and listen to them on the network, on the Law of Attraction network. And um, so when you sign up for my newsletter, I answer a question that somebody has submitted online in the newsletter. It'll take you less than a minute usually to read it, but they're kind of fun to um, to do that. And then also while you're on my website, schedule an appointment, and then I'll get you for a whole hour, just the two of us, and it's it's really fun to we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, deceased loved ones, um, your health, career advice. I get all kinds of stuff. I scan pets, I scan people. I'm like a, a buffet of psychicness, I tell people. Actually, I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo. That's a better, um, a better description. But speaking of online questions, I get a bunch of them submitted online, and I try and get to as many as I can. Uh, if you have a question that really needs to be answered quickly, you've got a better chance of getting it answered if you call in. Plus, it's more fun to talk to you. But here's one that was submitted by Catherine, and Catherine lives in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And she said, Hi, Julie. The Internet is a wonderful thing. Through a series of podcasts and health and fitness-related blogs, I found your podcast and website. I'm enjoying listening to your shows. In one of your early podcasts, you mentioned a book. I was driving and unable to write the name. Was it something about wings? I couldn't find the title on your blog or in the show notes. I'm a registered nurse and very much believe in the spirits that surround us. I used to practice therapeutic touch, but I've been busy raising my children and not practicing lately. My mother-in-law died almost three years ago, and I stayed with her in palliative care for about a week before she passed. She has in parentheses, she lived in a different city. She goes on to say, the night before she died, she was restless, not speaking at that point. I sensed fear and held her hand for part of the night. And then she put in parentheses, I was lying on a cot next to her bed. She went back to say, I have two questions about this. Number one, do spirits leave the body before the heart stops? I felt like she left that night, not the next evening when her heart stopped. And number two, spirit-wise, is she something else besides my mother-in-law in this life? I have felt her presence several times over the last two and a half years, especially when I was competing in a triathlon about six months after she died. I believe she knows how much your grandchildren and I miss her. I'm sure you're very busy, so thank you for taking the time to read my questions. And here's my response. Hi, Catherine. I'm delighted you found my podcast and delighted to hear from you. Thanks for your kind words about the show. Regarding your questions, spirits depart after the heart stops beating and your mother-in-law is always around you, your children and the other loved ones. 
So here's how this works. As I was talking with um, Kathy earlier, the person who's dying goes through these 12 phases of transition. The spirit bubble, remember I talked about that there's this vortex that's formed by the movement of these angels' wings on either side of the spirit bubble that's attached to the top of the person's head. And incidentally, if you've ever read about near-death experiences and people talk about going through a tunnel, that's what's happening. I see that happen. And so this vortex looks like a funnel cloud, like a tornado cloud above the person's head. It helps separate the spirit from the body. In the situations where I've been with a loved one as they're dying and as they take their last breath, the spirit doesn't always separate immediately. It normally will separate within a few seconds or within a minute or two. Sometimes if it's a traumatic death, the spirit will hover for a while. It's like they're watching the resuscitation attempts and everything. But in most cases, it will exit. And what happens when it exits is it comes through that vortex. Imagine a spirit coming through the middle of a funnel cloud and then there are angels on either side of it. They turn the spirit around, and then they go up and to the right, and that's how they go to heaven. It's really amazing for me to watch it. Humbling, you know, it's just a holy, holy experience. So to answer your question, Catherine, no, her spirit didn't leave her body before her heart, her heart stopped beating. That's number one. Number two, our loved ones are always around us even when they're in non-physical, when they're in spirit form. Most of us just can't see it with our human eyes. But most people, when they lose a loved one, they'll tell you, I can feel my loved one around me. I can smell them. My son, Jonathan, when he was, I think, in fifth grade, he, I picked him up in the carpool lane, and he said, Mom, I was taking a math test today, and I could smell Nana's perfume. And I said, well, Nana was helping you with your math test. My mom was a teacher and a principal. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, how, are, how old are you in fifth grade? He was probably 10, but he could smell his grandmother's perfume. Um, so your mother-in-law is still around you. She's around your children. She's around other loved ones. When we go into non-physical or spirit form, we have the capability to be in multiple places all at the same time. We're made in the image and likeness of God. God can be in all places all at the same time. So I believe we're made in the image and likeness of God in spirit form. So that's how that goes. As for the book, it's Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan. Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan. She is a former NASA physicist. That's the first textbook I ever used when I was in my training, which I went through training for six years to learn how to do this stuff. I wasn't um, born with dead people stalking me since childhood. <laughs> or if I did, I didn't know it. So I learned how to do all this stuff. And um, Barbara Brennan's book, and you can get it on Amazon, you can get it in the library probably, <clears throat> is uh, Hands of Light. So I hope that helps. Thanks for your question, Catherine. Catherine from Canada. All right. We've got, let's go back to the phones. I believe we have the other Susie. Hi, Susie. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. From the, the Bay Area near San Francisco. And you called last week. How was the big party? Oh, <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. And um, I told the, the fun part was I told my 
nearly 92-year-old friend Stan, who has cancer in his bones, that you said that he was like only not even like really at stage one of uh, right. yeah, the death. So that he was really happy to hear that. He was he was very grateful and very <laughs> relieved. He said so. Good. That was Send really him wonderful. A link to. Excuse me, send him a link to my site, if you think of it, with those 12 phases. I find that people that are ill and or um, elderly, they they love seeing those graphics. Oh, okay. Well, I I have to show him on my phone, I think, because I don't think he has internet, but um, but I could show him on my phone. Well, you can download a PDF of them and um, and then show them to him on your phone. Okay. That yeah. sounds great. Okay. And from from hearing the call tonight, I'm I'm thinking that you told me during our session that I did not have mold. It, do you remember that? I can't remember. I think I don't remember. Okay, I'm happy not okay. listen. But I can check. Okay. <coughs> All right. I guess I'll. Is that your question? You want me to check you to see if you have mold? Um, in your well, that wasn't my question. It was just that I really just was calling and listening, but I thought I'd ask about my son oh. has a new girl he's dating who's coming to, uh, my 20-year-old who's coming to stay with us for a night on the second, and I just thought I'd ask what, if you see any, you know, thing about that relationship as being a positive experience, or I don't know if that's the kind of thing that you can do or not. Sure. But, um, yeah, sure. Let's, um, you know, let's just, you, you and I have been through this. You ask, is it in so-and-so's best interest too, and you finish the sentence. And you can ask a yes, no. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a tickle in my throat all of a sudden. Um, you can ask a yes, no question, Susie, or you can ask a, you know. A okay, I guess I would say, is this relationship going to be a good experience for him? Because, I mean, right now, is it, in, the, um, is it in his best interest too? Okay. Well, I mean, I think the answer would be yes for now, that it's in his best interest to have this relationship because he is he is having it and it's, you know, a good experience now. I'm just wondering if there's a way to know in the future if it's like a, for, yeah. you know, the near so, future, if it's going to be good. What's your son's name? Jamie. Jamie. That's right. Is your son's, is it in Jamie's best interest to be dating, do you want to name her or do you just want to say his current girlfriend? Um, I'll say uh, her name's Jill. Okay, I got a yes before the question was even out, so I got a yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, future things at this moment in time, that's the answer. There are so many variables that come into play, and that's where our free will comes in. There's so many variables that it may be a different answer going forward. And it reminds me of those movies, Back to the Future and those other movies where somebody goes back in time, changes something that happens, and it affects the future outcome. So by asking, is it in so-and-so's best interest too, you get all the variables in that equation. So at this moment in time, it is in his best interest to be dating Miss Jill. So that's uh-huh, good. Yeah, that's what I figured for now. Yeah. yeah I just... Okay, now let me get you on my radar real fast. <laughs> okay, thanks. And see, sure, and see what's going on. Now, you look good. You look good. I think, that's great. Are you on hormones? I, this is like a hormone show tonight. Are you no, on? No, no, I was saying uh, how I have lupus and can't take them. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, you could, I think, benefit from some, but. Um, uh, that's what you're saying, yeah, when we met. Yeah, did we talk about that? We talked about that before, didn't we? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Well, was the party fun? 
Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yes, I think did, I'll, I'll do a better job being less stressed next year. <laughs> so. Did your grandmother come? No, she did not. No, but but my aunt did find out and got upset about it. So I had to yeah. tell her I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it wasn't meant to hurt her feelings or anything. It was just a yeah. different okay. party this year. But, well, we um, got information about you taking your grandmother out to someplace fancy in San Francisco, didn't we? Yeah. For yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So. Get on it, girl. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to hear I don't, so I don't have a mold issue then, huh? I don't see one. That's great. No. That's great. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Have a have great, a great holiday. holiday. Thank you, you Thanks too. Thanks for calling. Take, Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And then I believe we have Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. Are you with us? Hi there. I am. <laughs> Hi. Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm from Michigan. Michigan. Miss Chrissy yeah. from Michigan. Before. <laughs> yes, Remind I Remind everybody what's going on with you, with <laughs> your son, right, moving well, to Boston? Yeah, he's not going. I'm still kind right? of thinking that I am. <laughs> um, wow. I just kind of decided that I'm going to, hopefully, I'm going to sell my house and just kind of just do it. I mean, Good. I need to do something different, so I'm going. I'm not sure if Boston or where exactly, but I'm definitely going to do something huge, <laughs> a big oh. move. <laughs> so, you go, girl. Now, it's kind of, um, actually, if you have time, I have two questions. Okay. Um, yeah, I have nine minutes, so. Okay. So, what are your <laughs> well, questions? Well, so the other night I had um, one of my light switches caught on fire it kind of shot out Jeez. sparks and yeah i had a little electrical fire it didn't burn the house down or anything like that but um they came out an electrician came out and fixed it today uh, i was wondering if you can see if my house is so now i'm nervous about all of the outlets and all of sure <laughs> you know, just the wiring in general a, you weren't having a lightning storm where you got hit by lightning or anything no right? nope no. it was okay. um I had I plugged the heater in, which had only been yeah. running for probably 15 minutes, but okay. they said that because the wiring, he, the electrician said that it wasn't wired properly. Okay. All right. Was it in a bedroom? No, it was in my Where living room. Where was the light switch? Um, by the front door in the living room. Okay. I'm seeing a light switch in a bedroom popping. So... That's probably one that you need to. I, I would get somebody out there to really to check it out. Um, a light switch in the in a bedroom. Can you tell which bedroom at all, or because the one that um, the light switch that they fixed was. The, Do you have a master bedroom, a guest room, and a room for your at a bedroom for your son? Yeah. Okay, it's your son's bedroom. Huh. Okay. Okay. For some reason, um, I got, you know, master bedroom, guest room, son's room, and I got, yes, yeah, son, son's room. And I'm getting it, so it, there's a light switch near the door when you walk in your son's room? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I can see that Is thing blowing. dangerous? Like, I mean, I'm afraid of a fire. I'm scared to death to go yeah. to sleep and yeah. all that stuff. Right. So, so it is? Okay. Rightfully so. I mean, uh-huh. after what you've been through. Um Right. When I ask, is Chrissy in danger of a fire in her house with her current electrical system, I'm getting a yes. So I think the best thing 
for you to do is to is to get an inspection. You know, get an inspection. Like somebody, you're gonna if you're gonna sell your house, you're gonna have to get inspected anyways. Find out what you need. Yeah, you know, well, or, that's another thing that I thought. That's perfect timing. <laughs> well, yeah, whoever's gonna buy it, yeah. Gonna, Get an inspector. So just bite the bullet. Get an inspector and have them look at it, and then they can pinpoint where it's where the. So this isn't. I mean, is this something that? Because I was told by the electrician, like he can't believe that the house didn't burn down. I mean, it was that. You know, it caught. I wouldn't it, be on fire. I I think I wouldn't be running that heater. You know. That no, I'm not. Gonna, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm actually like shaking just talking about it because it was yeah. so scary when it happened. Um and well, I think that was there before, so Yeah, it was too much for the um too much electrical. But yeah, I would get get an inspector. And okay. Let them let them or just hire an electrician to check it out. But yeah, I, I get, I, get at least a couple of opinions, Chrissy, because, you know, you want to okay. have well, that's the, I somebody that you know that you trust. Yeah, because I asked the electrician today if it was something like, you know, if that one, if the wiring was bad in that, is it in the rest of the house, you know, should I have it looked at? And he acted like it was fine. It was just that one outlet, but he didn't look at any other ones. <laughs> so it just kind of, I don't know, made me nervous. Um, okay. But so there's that. And then I had a question about my dog if you have time. Sure. Okay. Um, her name is Bella, and she's got a lump yep. um, kind of on her back hip, and she's got something, her eye, one of her eyes looks really weird. And I just want to know what All right. This. I'm connecting to you. Kind of got you. Got Bella. Okay. She's got a, I can see a lump on, like, above her left hip, rear yep. hip. Um. Uh, it's a benign cyst. Okay. Good. And it's, I believe it's full of fluid. I believe they'll be able to drain it if you take her to the vet. Okay. Um, so that's what's going on with that. Let me check her eye. She may have, she has a little eye infection. Again, the vet can give you drops, you know, like when you, humans get an eye infection. Okay. She's got, okay. got a little eye infection. That's okay. going on. And they'll give you drop and get, have fun putting them in her eye. <laughs> but, I know. That's, I've, to, I've actually drop got your uh, own eye, let alone a, a kid's yeah. eye or, you know, or an animal's eye. They're terrible. I know. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm glad that that lump isn't anything more serious. Yeah. Than it's a cyst. I can see it. But I can see why you found it because it's pretty good size. It is. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> about that inspection, is this something, like, should I do this immediately? Or is it something that could wait till after the holidays, do you think? Oh, let's see. Well, is it in Chrissy's best interest to have her electrical wiring inspected before the holidays? No. Is it in her best interest to have it inspected after the holidays? Yes. I think you'd be all right. Is it in okay. Chrissy's best interest to use her space heater? No. I got to know before the question was <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. yeah, I definitely, it's, it's, that's crazy how that, and I'm just thankful that it didn't burn down, so. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> crank that heat. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Any, well, thank you. Anything else? 
Well, please call in again and let us know what happens with the Boston Adventure. You know, can you, because I was thinking about that, and before yeah. it was, when you asked, it was in my best interest to go to Boston. Is it, um, is there a way to okay, ask yes. is it, is to Boston, or is it just in my best interest to leave? I get Boston. Michigan. There's something okay. going on in Boston with you. Well, for some reason, I really want it. I've never been there, and for some reason, and maybe it's just because I was kind of researching it when I thought I was moving there uh, the first time, but uh-huh. I really want to go there, and I don't even know why, because it's super expensive, and <laughs> hey, I don't listen, know. When I was 24, I uh, put myself on a plane and flew to L.A. I'd never been there. I didn't know anybody that lived there. And I interviewed for a job, and I got three job offers in two weeks, negotiated a move out of it, got there like two weeks later, and went, what the hell have I done? (laughs) Well, that's what I want to do, though. I want to do something. But I lived there 15 years, and I loved it. So, (laughs) you know, you're being led. And yeah, that's the thing. I it. mean, nothing's saying that I have to like it no. when I get there. Even I just have you to could try it. Come I back feel to like. Michigan. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, all right, girl. Well, you have a wonderful Christmas. And, Thank you. Um, you too. Keep us posted on what's going on. Yeah, I will. I definitely. Okay. Will. okay. Thanks, Chrissy. You're Take welcome. Care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right, everybody. We are. About out of time. We got a minute left. So I hope you all have just a magical holiday. I'll do the show next Thursday. So um, we'll do a we'll do a Happy New Year show next Thursday. I have 50 people coming to my house tomorrow night for a cookie decorating party. It's our annual cookie decorating party. So there will be sprinkles everywhere in my house, and uh, and then I'm having 20 some for dinner on Christmas. So um, that will be lots of fun. Looking forward to it. And I hope you and your family just have a wonderful time and and I hope you enjoy every minute. Thanks so much for joining us this evening and hope to hear from you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.